0: Today's daf is Ksubis Davtsadik Dalid and we are at the Mishnah, 12 lines from the bottom of Tav Tzadik Gimel Amid Today's daf is being learned, So we're moving along in Perek Mishahoyunasoy, another one of the intense prokim in the back half of Mesechtis Ksubis. And the theme of the parak is discussing different halachos related to ksubos that affect Misha Hayonasoy Beiznashim, in yesterday's daf, Misha shalish Shalishnashim, and in today's daf, Misha Hayonasoy nashem, Zakhta Mishnah. Misha Hayonasoy Dalidnashim. If somebody was married to four wives, obviously, pre-Charim de Rabbein Garshim. umes, and then he died. Now, all four of these wives are entitled to ksuba. The dates on the respective ksubas were not the same day. It says the Mishnah, The wife whose ksuba is dated first gets to collect before the wife whose ksuba is dated second gets to collect. The one who's second comes before the one who's third. And the one who's third comes before the one whose ksuba is dated fourth. It says the Mishnah Chiddush. The woman that's going to collect her ksuba first, meaning the one whose ksuba is dated first, is going to have to swear to the woman whose ksuba is dated second. What is she swearing? So the nature of the shvuah is going to be that I want you to know that this of ksuba is still outstanding. In other words, our husband did not pay the ksuba during my lifetime during his lifetime. In other words, there were times where men would be miyachet something for ksuba for their wife, even while the man was alive. And the woman in this case needs to swear that that didn't happen. And as a result, her chiv ksuba is still outstanding. Thus, she's entitled to collect Vishnil vishlichas. The same is true that the second wife is going to have to swear to the third wife that her ksuba is outstanding, and as a result, she's entitled to collect just the revias. And the woman whose ksuba is dated third is going to have to swear to the woman whose ksuba is dated fourth, of Raviyas, says, She, however, is going to be able to collect her ksuba without having to swear, and the reason is there's nobody to swear to. The whole concept of swearing is that you're going to collect the ksuba right now, which is going to impact your tzara, it's going to impact the other wife. Therefore, Chazal imposed the shvua, and they said that if you're going to collect your Ksuba in a way where the other Ksuba is going to be impacted, what you need to do is you need to swear just to demonstrate that for sure your Ksuba is outstanding. But it's only because of the fact that the other woman's ability to collect Ksuba might be impacted just to be 100% clear, why might it be impacted? Because if the Rishon is going to collect, Qubit there's not going to be enough money for the Shniyah. And then if the Shniyah is going to collect it, Qubit there's not going to be enough money for the Shlishas. And if the Shlishas is going to collect, Qubit there's not going to be enough money for the Revias. But once the Rishon, the Shniyah, and the Shlishas are all collected, there's no point in the Revias swearing anymore. And because there's no point in the Revias swearing anymore, therefore says the Mishnah, which is the stating that not everybody agreed. Bananas was a dasyach. ben because she's the last one collecting the ksuba she should benefit she should profit meaning she should be able to collect without a ksuba no just like the first three are going to have to swear she's going to have to swear as well what happens if all four of these women had ksubas that were dated the same day so there's no and because the date of the respective ksubas are the same so who comes first as the Mishnah kol hakoidemen then we start looking at the hour literally we look at the time that the respective stories were written and if one person shtares, was written at 10 o'clock and the other one was at 11 o'clock so whoever was at 10 is going to be to the one that was 11 and the Mishnah says in Yerushalayim the minute was that when they would write stories they would write the stories inside the stories now it's Actually very master from the Mishnah. And it's going to play out very much in the DAF that it was only in Yerushalayim that they used to write choice, but outside Yerushalayim they did not write choice. So, this whole idea that you would look at the shoys of the ksuba to determine whose ksuba is first, it's DAFK in Yerushalayim because kachayu be Yerushalayim shoys. But the point is, where they wrote choice, such as in Yerushalayim over there, you're able to use choice to be moitzimamen, whoever's star is written earlier, even if they're all on the same day, but the hour that the shtah was written as earlier, you're going to be able to collect. Let's say you're in Yerushalayim and it's but all the stars, the four subas were all written literally in the same minute. So what do you do then? If if all there is is a mana, meaning there's not going to be enough for everybody to collect. So now we have a, a situation. So do we revert back to the previous Mishnah? Over here it's very, very simple. What we do is everybody divides it equally and that's what the halal is going to be so there's a fully loaded mishnah here and the gemara is going to go and get into everything but it's going to begin discussing first part of the mishnah obviously and specifically the machloik between ben and the Chachamim. so let's get the case clear there was a man that was married to four wives the man died he just left over four amanis. they're all coming to collect their ksuba these four wives got married at four different times as a result, the chuppas happened at four different times. The ksubas were written at four different times. So, one wife's ksuba is written first, the next wife's ksuba is written second, and then third, and then fourth. When it comes time to collect the ksuba, Da'alachah is that the one whose ksuba is written first gets to collect first. So if there's enough money for everybody, then we're not having this conversation. But Hachah B'mayas where it's going to be a little tricky as far as collecting the ksuba goes. So the way it plays out is whoever's ksuba is dated first, she's the equivalent of the Balchoy Shain. So obviously she has the earliest shibud, she gets to collect first. Then comes the shnir, then comes the shlishes, then comes the revir's. Very simple, but the Mishnah said a chiddush. The chiddush that the Mishnah said was that when this first woman collects, she can't simply collect, but she has to swear. Who does she swear to? So the question the Mishnah was: the Rishona swears to the Shnia, and what she tells her is that listen, I'm going to take the Ksuba now, which is going to impact you because it seems there may not be enough money for you to collect your full Ksuba. I want you to know, and I'm not just telling it to you, I'm swearing it to you, that my ksuba is outstanding. What's the other side? Of course it's outstanding. The man just died. You don't pay your ksuba until the marriage is, is terminated. No, sometimes, sorry, atvah, so there were different cases where the metzias was that men would sometimes be miyache, the bundle of cash, that this will be payment for your ksuba. It's just, she needs to swear as such that that's not something that happened. The Shneer would swear to the shlishis. the shlishis would swear to the revias. The question was, does the revias have to swear? This fourth woman, when she's coming to collect the k'suba, does she have to swear? Does she not have to swear? The Tanakhamah, the Chachamim said, no. Her the Why? Because she has no one to swear to. The whole concept of the shvu is that you taking the k'suba may impact the other woman. But over here, everybody collected the k'suba. You're the last woman standing, so there's no one to swear to. As a result, the harav is nefras shalayv b'shvo. said, "I have a problem with that." He said it with a dramatic knitch because she's last. She's the one that's that's supposed to be neskeres. I feel like dipora al She too is going to have a chiv to swear. Now the gemara's focus now is going to be what is the beer in the machlokes between Benanas and the chachamim, and we're going to see the gemara is going to say three different. From Bira, but there's one thing we just need to speak out and that is we know the halach is Haboli para loiti para el and even a woman that's coming to collect her ksuba if she's collecting it from the yisoymim, she needs to swear so shouldn't all these women be swearing anyways because they're collecting from the the women didn't their husband the children the husband so when the woman comes to collect her ksuba she's an amona. she's not a Grusha who's she collecting the ksuba from? From the next assignment, so anyway, she has to swear. What happened to the halacha of Aboli Par of the next assignment? Loiti Par So Rashi in the Mishnah asks the Kasha, now Rashi says that you have to say that the Tan of the Mishnah holds that although Chazal said Aboli Par of the next assignment Loiti Par Elav Ashur, that's not always the case. It's sometimes the case, but it's not always the case. Okay, when is it the case? If you're coming to take. Payment of the ksuba from yisoyimim Kitanim. but if you're collecting from yisoyimim gedoyim, then this halacha is not in effect. As so, Rashi, you have to say that hachabamayoskin. And the Mishnah is talking about we are the woman is bali parim inachs but the yisoyimim were gedoyim, and because they're gedoyim, you don't have the chiyev shvua of a parim inachs the yisoyimim loiti parale beshvua. Chazal were mechadesh that one ammana needs to swear to the other ammana. Either way, we have a machlokes in the mission whether the fourth woman that's coming to collect needs to swear does she not need to swear the focus of this first piece of Gemara is going to be what exactly is the hezber in this Machloikis between Benadis and the Chacham Shmuel said that in order to understand the Machloikis the first thing we need to do is we need to make an Ekimta so very often in Gemara it's one of the big avodas of the Amairam. It was making Aykimtas in Mishnahs. The Mishnahs we know, were written Balash and Kitzara. And very often, there was a lot of ambiguity. It was a little unclear what the Mishnah was trying to say. Like, here, what's the Machloikis, bananas and the Chachamim? And very often, what the Amairam did was they told us the rest of the story. They added an Aikimta to a Mishnah. And by doing that, it sheds light, or at the very least, and now creates an opportunity for us to come up with a mahalich of what the machloikis might be. And that's exactly what Shmuel does in our Gemara. He said, It's talking about a situation. So it's talking about where the first three women already collected their ksubos. So they collected from a field, that's the Gemara's mashal it's But the point is, they collected already their ksuba. Now the fourth woman is coming to collect. And before the fourth woman came to collect her ksuba, there was an error that came out. There was a rumor that spread that one of the fields, that one of the women had already taken as her ksuba, really didn't belong to her husband. Which means it's going to be taken away from her, legally in court. Now, if it's going to be taken away from her, it's going to come out she never had her ksuba. So what's she going to do? She's going to have to now resort to take another field. That's the field that the fourth wife is about to take. Because we now know at the time that this fourth wife is about to collect k'suba that there's a chance that really it's going to impact the previous wives because of the fact that one of their fields is going to be taken away. So it comes out that it's not without incident, the fact that the fourth woman is just going to take her super. The whole point of the fourth woman not having to swear is because who she's swearing to? She's swearing to the first wife she already got hers, the second she got hers, the third also got hers. But now that we made this aikimto like that it's talking about venturing says achas So now all of a sudden we just found out that one of the fields was stolen. So it comes out that by you taking this fourth field, you're actually going to impact one of the previous Women And it's for that reason there's a conversation that needs to be had. Should you be mechoyif to swear or should you not be mechoyif to swear? Now, you would say that what's a Meaning it sounds like for sure maybe you do have to swear because it's, it's going to impact one of the previous wives. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you what the machoik is. What's the halacha if you have two balei that are both creditors and they're going after somebody for money. So whoever's the Balchayv Mokdem, whoever Shtar is dated earliest, he's the one that gets to collect. What happens if the Balchayv Mokdem jumped the gun? He went and he collected when really he wasn't supposed to. So it's a big Machloikas in Shas. Balchayv Mokdem shekodun v'n gova. Mashin gova gova, ho mashin gova lo'i gova. Says the Gemara, that is the Machloikas Tanakam Benaz. Tanakama sova, Tanakama holds. Mashin gova lo'i gova. That whatever that Balchayv Mokdem takes is not his anyways. No, whatever he takes is going to be his. What's the beer? The Tanakhama holds that, Which means that in the event that this fourth wife now takes this field as her ksuba, what's going to emerge then is, if we find out later, that one of the previous wives that they had collected for their ksuba, they really couldn't collect. So it means now that their choyv is outstanding. So when the fourth wife took her ksubah, she's a bal choyv mo'ocher got The The holds, ma'sha It's not hers anyways. So if it's not hers anyways, what are we going to do with this field? We're going to give it to uh, the wife whose field was taken away. So let's just, for argument's sake, let's say that it was the third wife whose field was taken away. So now the fourth wife went and she took a, a field as payment for her ksuba. The third wife's field was taken away. So what's the halacha now? The fourth wife is the balchav mo'ocher. She was the gova because she took a field that really was outstanding for the third wife. I. What do you mean the third wife took a field? Yeah, but igloi milsem hafreya that really she didn't take a field because she took a field that didn't belong to her husband. So it's going to come out now that the halacha is that the third wife is going to end up getting the field anyways. Because And here's the punchline. It's for that reason Tanakama holds. There's no reason for her to swear. Because she's not going to keep it anyways. The only point in making somebody swear would be that if you took something that you're allowed to take. And we have a little bit of a shash. Maybe something happened. Okay, swear that that thing didn't happen. But being that over here, she won't be able to keep it anyways because she'll be the Balchayv Mo'uch So there's no point in making her swear. Bananas holds Balchayv Mo'uch HaShakadem vagava masha Gov. gava. And because he holds masha Gov, gava, it comes out that this fourth wife that takes this field, it's going to be hers. I, it now belongs to the third wife. I hear, but at the time that she took it, we thought she was allowed to take it. Now that it happened, we're not going to take it away from her. Also, if we're not going to take it away from her, then at the very least, what we need to do is we need to make her swear because we understand now that there's a, a chance that this is going to play out where it's going to impact the third wife and just like the Rishonu had a swear to the Shnir, the Shnee had a swear to the Shlishas and the Shlishas had a swear to the Revias, now the Revias is going to have no choice but to swear to the Shlishas as well because she's collecting the Ksuba in a way where it's impacting another one of the Almonos and that's the Halach of the Mishnah that in such a case you're going to have to swear. So again, the Hezber the Machloikis between Bananas and the Tanakam is and the, when the fourth person was coming to collect the Ksuba, it was Nesbar, that the third field was really a stolen field, which means that at some point there's a, a very sh- sh- highly likelihood that the per- the fourth woman is going to have to suddenly maybe relinquish this field. Okay. It's for that reason, it's not so posh it that she should be able to take it. So what's the machoik is whether she has to swear or not have to swear? Tanakama holds that about chayv mocha, she kondamagava, mashagava the the mashagava loigava, she's anyways not going to be able to keep the field. If the plays itself out that way, it's going to go back to the third wife. So there's no point in swearing. Either we're going to find out that it wasn't stolen, she can keep it. Or we're going to find that it was stolen, she's going to have to give it away. So what's the point in in swearing? By keeping it, it, it makes no sense. Whereas bananas holds the balchev mo'ochah and Vagava is mash shagava gava. So a of she's going to end up keeping it. So she's a man of going to end up keeping it. So it's for that reason that loch is at the very least you have to swear because now keeping it may in fact impact one of the other almanas. Nachman Rabbi Ravu of said the name Rabbi Ravu a similar teretz. The kuli mash Everybody really holds that balchev mo'ochah shakadim ve'gava mash shagava loy gava. And if mash shagava is loy gava, so really if this this fourth wife ends up taking the field, and then we find out that, that it was taken stone What's the going to be? She's going to have to return it. So she's going to have to return it. So what's Ben What does benanis tell us with? And the the we understand that there's no point in swearing because my We find out that it was stolen. You're giving it back anyways. What's the point in swearing? The gemara says a very very big kiddush. Are we concerned that this fourth wife who just took the field is going to just let the field? rot, and she's not going to take care of it. Mar Chashinah. Nanus was worried that maybe she's going to do that, Shema whereas Tanakamel Meholdoy and Shema will not worry Shema And the way Rashi explains the Gemara, and this is a really, really big Chiddush, and that is that really there's no point in making her swear. The reason there's no point in making her swear is because Memonav if the field ends up being really, Meshubit to the Shlishes because we find that that the field that the Shlishas took really she wasn't supposed to take she's going to have to give it up anyways and when she gives it up she's going to have to give it up and there's therefore no point in telling her to swear you know why we make her swear because if we're going to tell her don't swear just yeah let everything play itself out she's going to hop she's going to understand that there's a good chance this field's going to end up being taken away from her, and she's going to say, "What am I going to invest energy and and money and time into working this field? I'm anyways going to lose it." So what we want to do is we want to fool her. We create a decoy. We want her to think that really she might end up getting the field. So you know what we do? We tell her swear, swear that oh absolutely with a shvua. And if she starts swearing, so in her mind with a holy oh there's a chance this is going to be my field. She's going to work the field. Now we know she's not going to end up getting the field if we find out that, that the field was stolen so really there was no point in swearing because if the field was not sw- stolen she could keep it and if the field was stolen she's returning it so there's really no point in making her swear but we're doing it only to fool her into thinking that she may end up keeping the field because we wanted to take care of it that's what bananas holds needless to say the we were not Chayish for this this is not something that they accepted and as a result the there's no reason for this fourth woman to swear. The reason this is such a big khidish is because we usually frown upon shvuas, right? This is not something we're very excited about when it comes to simply frivolously swearing. So we hear we're imposing a khiy of because of a khasha sham a That's the Second secondary it's abayah said that machloikis ben and the Chum was much more simple and they were really arguing on something abaya kishish said the Tony Abaya Kishisha So this is a quoting Abaya Kishishah. Yesoimim Sha'amru, when Chazal said that, Abayah Kishishah, Yesoimim, you have to swear. Who were they referring to? G'doyimim. They were referring to Yesoimim G'doyimim. And it goes without saying that it's going to be true for Yesoimim Kitanim as well. Meaning, even if someone is Bali Parah from Nechsi Yesoimim G'doyimim, still you have to swear. So the Gemara says, Tanakama, Leslie, Abayah Kishishah, Tanakama doesn't hold Abayah Kishishah, Tanakama holds that, Abayah Kishish only Kitanim is the Allah Bashu. And therefore they hold that the Raveas, this fourth wife, has no reason to swear. Whereas bananas holds of Abaya Kishisha, and because bananas holds of Abaya kashisha, that's why bananas holds that she has to swear. In other words, we're completely shifting gears here. The reason bananas holds that the ravius has to swear is not swearing to the other Amana. But the reason the Raveas has to swear is because. At the end of the day she's collecting from the Yasimim. And Aboli Now the truth is we spoke this out right before we started the Gemara. Rashi asked the Kash and the Mishnah. Rashi said, Vim toima. what happened to Aboli? Paramin What was Rashi's The only time you have to swear is when it's Yasimin Kitanim. The in the third terrence, Abayo amar that's Kufu, what Bananas was arguing on. The Tanakama held that you don't have to swear out to the you're only swearing out to the other Almona. Okay, so it's not a gay the Revias. Why should the Revias have to swear? Stop making Kimtas. there's no reason for her to swear. Whereas Rebbe held that the halach of Abali Parmenachi Yasoyim, like the Paral Beshfu, is even for Yasoyimim Gedoyim. we be passing that way, by the way. I feel Yasoyim I mean that it's true, even for Yasoyim Gedoyim, that's why the Revias has to swear. She's talking not swearing out this new mechudish digeshvu in the Mishnah, but she has to swear because they all have to swear because habali parim and echi yosaimim even gedoyim loy klipara elavish wasokti funa Rafuna said honey treyachi two brothers utrei shutfi or two partners this Ludin bahadechad that they're in the middle of a din tire with somebody so you have two brothers that yarushimed in a state together, and now somebody's contesting their Yerusha, or you have two shutfim, the partners in something, and somebody is contesting something that they own. Okay, then one of the partners, one of the brothers decided on his own, he is going to represent the shutfis, and he is going to handle with this person that is coming and claiming something in court. In the event that the partner ends up losing in court, the other partner, can't say Atlat Baudvarim Didiat. Me. So Ruben and Shimon were partners, they own a field. And now Levy comes and Levi is timing this field is not yours. So Ruben decided I'm gonna go and I'm gonna have it out. with Shimon? We'll see. But for now, we don't know what Shimon is. So now Ruben is having it out together with Levy, and Ruben loses. And now Levy goes over to Ruben and says, Okay, you just lost in court, pay me. No problem. Then he goes over to Shimon and he tells Shimon you owe me money. He says, Why do I owe you money? Because there was a dintira. And there was a trial and you lost. He said it was a dintira who represented me. You should have represented me, Ruve So the Gemara says there could have been a Havamina that maybe Shimon can tell Levi, listen, it's very nice, my shut represented me. But mehikate <laughs> Matzi Shimon can't say Atla Bal dvorim Didiya, Eloshli Khuse of it. It's understood that when Ruvain went to court, he was representing as a shliach, shluchay shaladam He was representing Shimon as well. And as a result, Leif, he is going to be able to collect not only from Ruvain, the shutif that he had it out with in court, but from Shimon as well. So the Gmar says, Iqlu Rav Nachman was once in Sura. Shailu, yikiai and they asked in such a shailo. this was a maise shayi kachoya, and it was presented to Rav Nachman. You know, Rav Nachman is halacha kemaisayin dinay momenis, chasnada beynasiya. And Rav Nachman was posed with such a question. And they want to know what's the halacha? Omaluh so sah he told the people that asked him this question, In Surah Masnisani it's a Mishnah. He it said, it's a Mishnah, where is the Mishnah? He said, Mesahtis so Ksubis. We do you see this in Perek Misha Hayan Because the Mishnah said that if the Almana who star is dated first is coming to the Subah, she swears to the Shnir. The Shnir swears to the Shlishas, the swears to the Revis. It doesn't say that the Rishayna has to swear to the Shlishes. As if to say, it's mashma. If the Rishayna would swear to the Shnir, even if she didn't swear to the Shlishas, the Shlishas can not then be another Shavuah from the Rishonah. My time, what's the reason? Lab Mishum the shlichus Because we look at the Shni and the Shlishas, and the Reviahs for that matter, as all being Shutfim. They're all partners. They're partners in the Shibut, right? They all equally have a Shibut. And if the Rishonah is going to take the ksu, it's going to impact them all. Disproportionately, but equally. And being that it's going to impact them all, so it's for that reason, we look at the the shnia who would be Tevea the Shvua from the Rishayna, as being a, a representative of this group, and you see there's a of Shlichu Seyavta, and you can't now come as the other partner and say, listen, I understand my Shutvus Tevea Shvua, but I also want to be Tevea the So Reb Nachman, an interesting tzushta, Lachma, right? So he said that you see over here, that when there's a Shutvus, you can't, now have every shutif coming with his own claim, and once one shutif is tevei a that shvu is going to work for all the shutifim. But the Gemara says, me me, I understand the two shtar of Nachman. Has some over there is shvu le echad veshvu le meyer." And our mission is a shvu. What's a shvu? I swear, this money is outstanding. Good. So the shniyah was tevei the shvu. Now you want the shlishis to be a to be tevei the shvor again? What's the rationale for him to have for her to have to swear again? She swore already. Why shouldn't she swear again? Oh, because then you swore to the Shneeah. You didn't swear to me. What's the difference? It's the same Shmoor. over here, where there's a Din Torah, and there's a trial, and you have attorneys involved, and over here, where you're dealing with a real life business situation, if Ruving represented a partnership in court and he lost, and Shimon didn't know about it, and he finds out later, he could say, If I would have been there, I would have tain it better than my should Ich bin a besser at baldvorm. I understand the legal ramifications better. I knew the nuances of the court case much better. And he could have said that I would have had a better taina. And as a result, not been proof from our Mishnah. You can't prove anything from our Mishnah. But the Gemara says the bottom line as it relates to this whole halacha is Vilaya Mar and elderly The only time we're even having this conversation is if Shimon was on a business trip, for example, when all this went down. So Shimon comes away from vacation, he says, No, what did I miss? He says, You know you missed. We lost the business. It was a court case. I represented us. Everything went down. But if he was around, then it's possible he should have showed up. Then there's no Havamina that he can come and he could have a time anything because at the end of the day, if you were around, you definitely, you definitely, without question, should have showed up. Just one very short Ha'ara before we shift gears to the next part of the Mishnah. And that is, so the halach is that habali para para there's a very, very interesting sefer ha'chinuch. So this is a chinuch, not the Menchas chinuch. Chinuch echod min It's in. Parshes Mishpatim. It's mitzvah samechay. It's on the mitzvah of sheloila So we know it says in the Torah, that there's a special isser you're not allowed to cause pain to a, an almana and a yasin. And the truth is, Rashi says in Chumash that there's an isser to cause pain to anybody, but there's a special isser So listen to the way the the chinuch explains the mitzvah. The chinuch says, We have to be very careful with the way we behave, and even the way we talk when it comes to When a person handles with an Amana and a person handles with a Yasim, so his whole Massa umaton should be benachas, it should be bechesned, and it should be bechemlo. And the chinuch explains the shirusha mitzvah. That's not for now. Midine ha says the chinuch. Some of the halachos that come about as a result of this. Even the almon of a melech, you think she's isha chasuvah, or the yisoyimim, even they need to be treated that way. It's not only the almono of an araman or the yisoyimim of a, of an araman You have to be very, very careful. You have to speak very softly. And you have to be more sensitive to their money than you have to your own money. Umipnei kain it's for that reason says the Chinach here's the punchline that if someone's coming to be from their money even if he has a star and a star that already has a hemp it's a star you can only collect with a shvua it's not something you find anywhere else it's a long paragraph where he goes through a whole bunch of different dinim that come about from this in the Torah of Kalamana B'yasam Laysa but the Chinoch is saying the Dover Niflo. The reason habali pare minechse yusoyimim, lo pare even an Ishin that's coming to collect to ksubah minechse yusoyimim, it's based on a love in the Torah of kalamonaviyasun loisa'anum. Viyochos al-memonam yoisaimimimimimom enatzmoy. That that love of kalamonaviyasun loisa'anum is mechaiv that you have to treat the money of Yusoyimim differently than you treat other people's money. Even differently than you treat your own money. Because it is halacha. Because of this concept, which comes from a lab in the Torah, it says the Chinuch Amruzal, Shabali parmi m'amaynam, Pasha, you learn, par because the Yusayimimim don't really know what happened. And they're not able to taina. And we don't know what this father did before he died. They're just very much in the dark. And as a result, there's a din, But the Chinuch is turning this into a it's a better diga He's actually applying one of the most severe laven in the Torah to this concept of apoli parim nechsi <laughs> yosim loiti paru el It's literally related to the cloud of kolam monav yoson So the michtas chinuch right here asks Akasha. He says Dinzet zet This chiddush of the chinuch to me is saruchin. Im because if that's the case, havalam loimar ken gam baal mon you should find that and you don't find that. The only time you find it is by the next Yisoyimim. You don't find it when it comes to Almana. I never saw anywhere where Yisoyimim is treated any differently than that. It's true even for Yisoyimim and Yisoyimim, right? So if you have someone that's a Zakin, he's a Zakin, he's a ben shishim <speaking in Hebrew> lezikna, he's a ben shivim leseva, he's a ben shmainim legvoros. The halacha is if someone's bali <speaking> param in a chasav, loyti parah elav It's the same halacha of a bali param in exyosaimim, loyti parah elav Says the mechaschinuch, if somebody is maana, someone's mitzayer an eighty year old yoson, you're going to tell me he's over the law the tire of Kala aman of Lai yoson Right, this is a very interesting question. At what point is a person no longer considered a Yasim in Halacha? Someone is 119 years old, and both his parents passed away at the age of 120, right? So he still has a din of a yosin? And if somebody would be ma'anahim, he'd be the in the of of a of course not. Now he doesn't say what the age is, but he says that's Pashid, g'doylet. And skein him are not included in the love of kalamanaviyos and loisanum. Yet, that loch is a boli parvin, ech siyosoi, vim gudoyl, and we paskin that way. So, if that's the case, it's a festive chinoch, it's momish beautiful. But at the same time, how can it be? It doesn't stem with all the prati dinim of a baliparam. Number one, it's only yesim, not almana. If it's related to the lab, it's kal alman of yasun Anun. And number two, there's no way that gdailim uskainim are included in the lab of Qalman of Yasun Lay Anun. And if that's the case, why is it that a balipar a filumin naqse that a gdailam that Lach is gonna be like the part of al So I was just thinking Mamish Lafimri at that. I didn't have a chance really to be Ma'ayan. But the Musharish in the Mikhaschinuk said you don't find anywhere that that there's a concept that we treat in the chasm of an amana any differently. That this should be a of when it comes to amana. Our suya is maybe a shtikal Because in our suya we actually have a new shvuah. It's shvuah salmanah, where you have four amanas that are coming to collect suvas, where the halach is ordinarily a bali Someone's coming to collect the chayv, I don't have to swear. Or if I'm coming to collect the I shouldn't have to swear. But when there's a few Almanas each one is swearing to the other aman. Now, of course, it's not nearly as inclusive as habali Para But at the same time, you're looking for And where you find that we were sensitive even to an aman in this sugi of habali parah a it's base, Either way, we have an base to get to. So So the Mishnah, one of the themes of the Mishnah was that in the event you have two people and their shtaris were, were written on the same day. So what do you do then? Right? So if two people are coming to collect shtaris, our mission is looking at it from the standpoint of the Ksuba that the is, whoever's dated first, is the one that's going to collect first. What if they were dated on the same day? So then, and because then we're going to start looking in the out. Incidentally, I saw the Chassam Soifer right here in our sugya says that why in Yerushalayim were they and outside Yerushalayim were they not. So he says, because the Gemara says in different places, it's the Gemara in the first parakem, it's a sugya in Sanhedrin by Edei Chaydesh, it comes up in a different places, but People used to make mistakes with hours, right? differences between the day and the night but we take for granted that if you want to know what time it is it's uh, not complicated to know to the second exactly, you can know exactly what time but in the old days it wasn't like that in the olden days you had to have a shtickle uh, when it came to being able to know what time and it's to the point that people used to make mistakes and it impacts different halachas so the soifer says that you shalayim you had the vezden agadol yeah, had the Lishkas HaGazes. And over there, all the Dayanim were more versed because they were in contact with the Bezven HaGadol. And there they were able to be Kaisen shois because they knew better what hour it was. But outside Yerushalayim, they didn't really know. And because they didn't really know, therefore, outside Yerushalayim, they weren't Kaisen shois But the bottom line is, so, in Yerushalayim, you'd start looking at the hours. And what if they're all the same hour? Then Chalkas B'shovet the Mishnah said, everyone is going to divide it equally. Either way, the topic of the balance of the Daf is going to be the Halachah of Beis Shtarois Hayoitzim B'yoy Mechad another classic cotton Sugya that's in Masechtis Ksuvah Beis Mechad Rashi says the case is reading machar Soda Achas L'Shnei B'nyadam B'yoy Mechad so somebody sold the field to two people on the same day which is not okay but that's what he did so he took the same exact field he sold it to two people on the same day two people walk in they have the same Shtar Mechad they just bought this field. The question is, who's gonna get this field? Now Toys speaks out a very, very important hakdom, just really a fact to the sugyo, and that is we're talking about where the fields that were sold were not just documented in a star, but the star itself was the kinyan that was used for the transfer of the field. So we know that karka is nikness bekasef, shtar, v'chazok. One of the ways to be kind a karka is with a star. So you write down on a piece of paper what you're doing and then you hand over the shtar from the moichet to the lakeyech. Just like oh, b'shtar. So this is concept that I feel is also nikness b'shtar. So we're talking about with the shtar itself was the king Very, very critical piece of information to understand the so, so there were two people that had story mecher story Kenyan that say that uh, has a star uh, that says I bought the field today Shimon has a star that says I bought the field today so what are you supposed to do you divide the field What you do is, we take the field, we make a yachlaiku, and everybody gets half. Shmuel said, Shuda the daini. What does Shuda the daini mean? The dayanim get to decide. Rashi says, Shuda the daini is the daini is supposed to be creative, supposed to try to figure out to the best of his ability who the meicha probably meant to sell the field to. Toisviz says, no, Shudadani means that they can just use their own discretion. They can do whatever it is they want. But the bottom line is, Rav says, yeah, Choyku. says, Shudadani. So the Gemara says, "Leima." perhaps we can say that the Hezbrah in this is Rav and Shmuel is really another Machoikis. It's a Machoikis that's Oimei Berumei Shal Oilem Mamish, And that is Rav, the Oma Kiremeir. Rav holds like Rameir, the Oma who holds, Eidei Chassi the the Amik Rabalaz, Shmuel holds like Rabalazza, the Amar who holds Aidim Masir So what's the Machlikis between Rameh and Rabalaz, where the Aid Hasim kati, Aid Masir Kati? So the primary source of this machlikis is gitin. Where Rameh and debated the edim that are needed in order to create a Gerisha. Are those Aidem, the Aidem that are signed on the Shtar? Or are those Edim, the Edim that witnessed the Messias Ashtar from the man to the woman? In other words, for a man to divorce his wife, what he needs to do is write a Sefer Krisos. He has to write a Get-Isha and then take the Get-Isha and give it over to his wife. V'kosnavloh Sefer Krisos, that's the first part. The biyada that's the second part. So it involves really two moves on the part of the husband. Number one, write a shtar. And number two, take that shtar, that piece of paper, and give it over to your wife. They're equally as ma'akiv as it relates to the actual gerishon. The question, however, is the adim, the adim that are necessary in order for the gerishon to go into effect. Are those adim supposed to sign on the shtar? Or do the adim not have to sign on the shtar? The Edom are supposed to witness the Venasa Bayada. Are those Edom the Edom that are on the safer crisis, or they don't even need to be on the safer crisis as long as they witness? That's going to be okay. Rameir held Edichsim Makarte that. Gairishin needs Eidim, just like Kedushin needs Eidim, and the Eidim need to be signed in the Shtar. And if the Eidim are not signed in the Shtar, there is no Gerishin. Because Edei Chassime, the Eidim that sign Karti, they're the ones that create the Khsim. In fact, the Gemara says in Mesech Tis that when it says in the Torah, V'khasav La Sefer Krisis, Rameir Darshan, not V'khasav, but as if it would have said V'chassam. As if the Torah is talking to the Eidim and saying, V'chassam, I want you to sign on a Shtar. Eidim Khasim a Karti. Rabbalaza argues, Rabbalaza says that Eidim don't have to sign on the Shtar an island we recommend it but at the same time they don't have to the Adam that created Gaiushin would be the Adam that witnessed the Vinasam Bayada. And that's what's known as adam asiru One of the Chedushim we're gonna see in our Sugi right now, it's Mavur and Gitun as well, but one of the Chedushim we're gonna see is that this machloikis the Adam even though it's very much a Gitan dig machloikis, not exclusive to Gitan. But rather this machloikis finds itself outside the bounds of the sugis of Gaiushin. And really, it's Nageya Ul story Kinyanim. So if Ruven's selling Shem in a field, and the mechanism that the transaction is taking place with is shtar. The shtar is not just a raya. It's not just a document that memorializes what happened, but it's actually effectuating the kinyin, the is happening through the shtar. It's a shtar kinyin. Now, obviously, there needs to be them in order for this to take place, which them? Are the Edom? Meaning, where do the Edom need to be? According to Rabeir, Edom Chsimakarti, the Edem would have to be signed on the star. to they would not have to be signed on the star as long as they would witness the mysterious star. that in and of itself, would be enough. So the Gemara says Gvaldik. The Gemara says maybe this Machloik is Rav and Shmuel. Do we say Yachloek or do we say Shuda the Daini? Is really telling the Machloik is Edom Chsimakarti, Edom Maserikarti, because Rav holds Edom Chsimakarti and Shmuel holds Edom Maserikarti. How does the math play out? As follows. Rav holds Eidei Chasim If you hold ede Chasim Karti, so that means what creates the kinyan when the Eidim sign on the Shtar, everything is done. You don't even need the Messi's ashtar for the kinyan to take effect because if you hold ede Chasim that means the Icar is the star itself. So if the Icar is the Shtar itself and you have two Shtaris that were written and signed on the same day, that means really what this man just did was, he literally gave it an, or sold it to two different people. Now, you'll tell me maybe he sold it to one person earlier in the day, one person later in the day. Unless you're in Yerushalayim where that Kaisven Shtar is, that Kaisven Shtar is. So it doesn't matter if one is earlier, one is later. We just look at the day, we don't look at the hour. So according to Rammeyer, it's as if both kinyanim literally happened to both people at the same time. There's only one option now, Yachloiku, right? If you give something to two people, it's like you gave it to two shutvin. So the shutvin have a debate, What is a maso Matan? No, it's Yachloiku, you gave it to both of us, we're partners, so we're going to split it. What else are you supposed to do? So if you gave it to two people, there is no other option other than Yachloiku. You literally gave it to two people at the same, because you gave two starters to the same people at the same day. So it's as if you were magnet to two people, Vassachas. I wasn't, one was in the morning, one was at night. We're not show outside So at the end of the day he gave it to two people. But according to Shmuel, who holds like Lazar, That day Messira Karti. So the Ikra, the Aid Messira, if the Ikra Aid Messira, what creates the Kenyan? Not simply signing the Shtar, but it's physically taking the Shtar, the Moicher, and giving it over to the Lake. So just because the Shtaris were signed at the same day on the same day, in the same minute, on the same second, that's irrelevant. What matters is the Messira's Ashtar. Okay, so let's figure it out. Who do you give the Shtar to first? This one or that one? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. So you have a suffolk. What do you do when you have a suffolk? the And because, shoot, that's why it's going to be shoot the daini. In other words, Rav was forced to say yachloiku because according to Rav, there is no other option. You gave it to both people. So if you gave it to both people, of course, yeah, it's not true to so the dynastyni. is when you have a suffolk. there is no Suffolk over here. We know exactly what happened. You gave it to two people. Okay, so you gave it to two people, they split it. Well, that's the only solution. It's not even a solution. There's no problem. We know what happened. You gave it to two people. You gave it to two peoples. after him and after him. It's like two Yarshin that split a Yerusha. Two partners that would split profits and losses. Because there's two parties involved. It's so, a mill. That's going to be the halacha. As opposed to, according to Shmuel, there's a suffix. According to Shmuel, this is a sugi over here. And the reason it's a sugi is because, according to Shmuel, we don't know who which Mesira happened first. If We don't know which Mesira happened first. And now there's nothing to say, die. So the Gemara says, Lema, is that what's going on here? That ravels like Ramei discuss the carty in Schmulholz like Rubeloser now if the answer is yes so now there's like some serious implications here because Makhluk is remain Rubeloser is a very global makhluk that has ramifications throughout jazz but the Gemara says like it's not bakhadukuli maybe i can tell you everybody holds rubeloser like rubeloser that ed day Kartiv, Yachlo over here. Yachlo comically. What the machloike says? Rabs over Raffles. Chalukadif. Shmuel Saba. Shmuel Loz. Shuda the dainty adif. The more says pashen. Maybe everybody holds like Rabbi Lozer. Edim which is by the way what we pasken. We pasken edim asirikartiv. So everybody holds edim asirikartiv. Even rap. So why rap say Yachloike? Who say he holds in a case of Soffik? I prefer Yachloike. Shmuel holds in a case of Soffik. I prefer Shuda the dainty. It's still a big time machloikez, but it's a different big time machloikez. Not edichsimi edim asirah, but rather when you have a Soffik, do you say Yachloike? Do so you say Shuda the dainty? everybody holds the so really the halach in this case is, is we have a soffit, we don't know what to do. What's the machloik is Rav Shmuel? When in doubt, that's what Rav holds, or Shudah the Daini, that's what Shmuel is. But the Gemara says, Could you say that Rav in this song holds like Rab I'm a I'm a Rab, Rav you descend the name of Rab, like Rab Luz, getting, that the is like Rab by Gittin, by get isha, When Shmuel heard what Rav said, Omar, he said I hold the halachas like Reb Elazar af bishtares. Now from Shmuel's comment on Rav, it seems implied the Rav's af bishtaris loy. That Rav held only begitim by get by getting is the halach like Reb but when it comes to shtar, not. Now, if that's the case, you can't tell me that Rav paskin by shte shtaris hayyedsem yoy mechot yachloiku because eideh mesira karti, and we have a sofik. And Yachloiku Adifa, because we know for a fact that Rav holds that there's no Aidamassira karti when it comes to Shtaris. It's only by Kitay that you say Aid Myssira Karti. Elodigimara says Mahvarta, it's clear. Rav Kira Meir ki, Rav We have to revert to the original pshat, and that is Rav must hold like Rav Meir, and that's why Rav holds yachloiku because he actually gave it to both people. Therefore, the din is yachloiku. Shmul Rebbelazar Shmuel, Shmuel holds like Rav Lazar, that edim esir karoty. It's a safik and Shmuel holds in the case of suffolk, the halach is going to be shuudah the Which, by the way, if you think about it, it's Rav and Shmuel lishitasayo. Rav who holds that the halachas like Rebbelazar only begit de noshim, but by shtaris. Outside of Gittei Nashim, we pass like Rameyer. So therefore, Shnei Shtaris Hayoytsim Biyoy Mechad is Eitei Chasimah Even though we usually pass like Rabbi but not the That's the Rab the just brought. So it's Eitei Chasimah Karty. Eitei Chasimah Karty. Therefore, he gave it to both people. that halachah is going to be Yachloiku. Whereas Shmuel, she talks, he holds that halachah is like Rabbi as after So even Bishtaris is say the Masir you have a Sufik, and if you have a Sufik, what does Shmuel hold? You do. He holds Shu De It's Dr. Mays. I'll ask you a question from a Bryce. Shnei Shtaris Hayoytsim Biyoy Mechad Cholken. Who said? That Chelken who said Yachloiku Rav Cholfted Shmuel, it's a I'm not Chasmuel We'll tell you a money here. No, I know this. Another opinion. I knew my Bal Plukta Rav held that the law is Yachloiku, but I also knew it was Rav Lishitasai because he held that pishtaris he was going a little bit. to I but I hold that like Rabbi and I hold Rabbi said as Allah even and because he said even therefore I can argue. I mean, Shmuel can argue with a price, so. but if Shmuel can tell you that price is it's then he has a way out. Another Shmuel's going to tell you that that price is going according to Rameir. If the price is going according to Rabmeyer, a safe for that price has a safe for. Let's say this person wrote a uh, star that he's selling this field to one person. He didn't give it to him. Then he wrote another shtar, and this shtar he gave to the second person. Who's kaina? Not the shtar that was written and signed first, but the shtar whose masiru was first. So Gemara, who must the that this bride be? This is an easy question. The era mayor, If the price is going according to Rameyer, no. why is the second person the one who he did the Mesire to Kaino? So that you have to say that the price is going according to Rabbi Lazar. If the price is going according to Rabbi Lazar, and still the Bryce says, And that's what you have to do the Shmul. Shmuel said that according to Rabbi Lazar, Shnei Shoros, the Yetzin is a Safik. What do you do by Safik? Shudah Adif. You say shudah Adani. I have a Brisa that's for sure Rabbi Lazar. I know it from the Sefer, but it's for sure Rabbi Lazar that Shnei Shoros, the Yetzin is Yachlaiko. In other words, the Brisa seems to be saying that we have a Suffolk. Yachlaiko Adif. Sofreit the Gemara, that this Brisa is not like Shmuel. And just to be clear, this Brisa is not Rav. Rav's yachloiku is different than the Bryce's yachloiku. Rav's yachloiku, the Gemara just establishes, because he holds like Rami or Aed so you actually gave it to both people, and that's why the law is yachloiku. The Bryce is very clearly if you're holding cheshbon going Aed Maseira Karate which means that really there's a suffix But still, the Bryce of Passkin's yachloiku because yachloiku is a better solution than a shu'udah But at the end of the day, the Bryce says the loch is going to be yachloiku. The law is not going to be shu'udah de'dayni, which is a kasha on Shmuel. So the Gemara says Tanoihi, I know it's true. It isn't my it is a kash on Shmuel, but really this this shayla, we are, there's a soughik, a real soughik, and the dayanim don't know what to do. And there's two choices: you can go Yachloik, you can go through the What should you do? It's my time. The tiny went to the braise of the chumim say The said yachloiku. kan amru. And here they said that the shlish should do whatever he wants. So this is an excerpt, like a very very short excerpt of a longer braise. Rashi quotes the the whole braise. The case was where. Somebody told a shliach that I want you to take this manna, the exact language matters in that suya. He says, I want you to take this and bring it to Pliny. So he went to Pliny to give him this manna. He couldn't find him, because he found that Pliny died. So he went back to the Meshaleach to tell the Meshaleach that, you know, this person that you wanted me to give this money to, right, we know what a manna is, it's a hundred Zuz. This person that you told me to give this hundred Zuz to, he's not alive anymore. And when he went back to find the Meshaleach, the Meshaleach had also died. everyone died. So he went back to the Meshaleach, he wasn't either alive. So he didn't know what to do. So there's a big discussion in the Gemara what, the, what he's, his next move is. Now what are the options? The Shaiv over there is when the... Mishalech told the shliach hoi Did he mean that he should be in it like and ladam shloi Bafanov? If that's the case, it belongs already to the person that he was supposed to give it to, and if that person died, it goes to that person's yarshan. If Huilech is l'av keshidami, so when he told him hoi he didn't tell him be in it, so then he never really gave it to him. He was just making him a shliach to give it to him. He's like a shliach not a shliach like Kabbalah And if that's the case, now that the mishalech died, it would go to the mishalech's yarshan. And the bottom line is, if you learn that suyetsa machloik is what to do, one man no ya Yachloiku, and the other man Dama says <laughs> which sounds like more of a Shuda the type of move. But the Gemara says that what you see from there is is that there's two ways to look at a situation like this, where this Shliach doesn't know what in the world to do. The Shlish, should I give it to these Yarshim to those Yarshim? Some said Yachloiku, others <laughs> saw it as a Shuda the this is So it's true you have a Mefurish of Raisa Yachloiku. Even according to Rabbi because other when you have such a soft. When you have such a topic, I hold Shuud the How do I Shmuel have a gerech to go connective price? Because there is another price somewhere which seems to mention both Tzaddim, and because there are two Tzaddim available, so therefore I am allowed to go like that other time Talk to you tomorrow. An anecdote related to this whole Indian of Shnei Shtaris Hayoitzem Yayimechet. Even the Rami Bar Chama Kesaf Tino LeNichsal the Rami Bar Rami mother wrote over her Nachasim to her son Rami Barchama in the morning. Lo however, in the evening Kesaf Tino LeMar That same day. Later in the day, he wrote it over to Mar Ukva Bar So Rami Bar and Mar Ukva Bar were brothers. They were both Bar Now their mother went and wrote over her Nechasim in the morning to Rami Bar in the evening to Mar Ukva Bar Chama. Rami Bar Chama, the Kameh de Sheshes, and then there was a Shaila. Who's supposed to get the Nechasim? So Rami Bar goes first to Rav Sheshes. Ukma Benechse. Sheshes says, You keep it. Asa Mar Ukva, Mar Ukva Bar the brother, went to the Kameh de Rev Nachmen. Ukma Benechse. no. You can keep it. So now the two Diana met up. So Rav Shashas and Rav Nachman meet each other. Amale, so Rav Shashas tells Rav Nachman, my time of a Marachi. Rav Nachman, why do you pass in the way? Why do you give it to Maruchi Baracham? Amale, my time of a Marachi. Why do you give it to Rami? Baracham? Amale, he said "The cut You want to know why I, Rav gave escaped Rav Baracham? His shtar was the earliest shtar, it was in the morning. Amale, he told him, be Are we in Yerushalayim right now? Because we're not choice, were they right choice? We're not Yerushalayim, and because we're not Yerushalayim, so therefore the hour doesn't matter. So he said, "Okay, my time over I hear. So you he tell me the hour doesn't matter, but still, why do you give it to, to Marukh the Racham? If anything, his star was still the later star. Amalei Shuda the Daini. He said, "Shuda the Daini." Amalei said, "I know, not a Shuda the Daini." I'm also going to do Shuda the Daini. My Shuda the Daini is to give it. to Ravim, now Mechlagi's Rashi you exactly how Shuda works, but either way, Amalei. So. Rav Nachman told Rav Sheishis "Back, I have two problems. and because you're not a dying, you don't have the credentials to pull a shuda the dying. Not every dying can do a shuda the You have to be a, of a certain rank to be able to do a shuda. And Rav Nachman, who we know was the highest ranking Chayishimish Dain ever, so Rav Nachman tells Rav Sheishis that I can do a shuda the dying. You can't do a shuda the V'oy, and he said besides lav originally when you gave it to Rami Bar you didn't give it to Rami Bar Chama you gave it to Rami Bar based on the fact that you thought Rami Bar was supposed to get it because in your mind you were working with Rami she says, and you were working with koyzven Choice, even though we're not in Yerushalayim, where they were not koyzven Choice. So when you gave it, you gave it betoyz. So what you did is not. In other words, Rav Sheishis was telling Rav Nachman, you can't take it away from Rabbi Bar-Homel. but Let's understand the story a little bit better. First, Rav Sheishis gave it to Rabbi Bachama. Then Rav Nachman gave it to Marukh Bachama. So really, Rabbi Bachama seems to be like the muhsak in it already. Rav Sheishis already gave it to him. So Rav Nachman told Rav Sheishis, yeah, but in halacha you had no cheshven to give it to him. He said, but you have no cheshven to give it to Marukh. For anyways. You're gonna work with shuda, So I can, I can also do shooter. So once I gave it to him, so I gave it to him, but shoot the dining. See the Another one, you don't have the credentials to do shuda the dining. Besides, when you gave it, you didn't give it as a shooter the dining. You gave it thinking you're giving it out mayor, but you didn't think you were giving it out Shuda the dining. One last story. Hanu trade the The two stars that appeared before Raviois. One star said that somebody sold a field to somebody, and when did he the, fifth day of Nisan. the other one didn't say, but it said. So we don't know which day. Could be it's earlier, could be it's later. So, is one thing. But if you have two stars that were written on two different days, obviously the one whose star is muktam he's the one that's going to get. So we had a suffix over here. One person star we know was on. The other one we don't know if it was earlier or later. So there was. The child was presented to Rabbi Yosef, so the Gemara says, "Ukmi Rabbi Yosef lahud chamisha Nisan ben Chasen." Rabbi Yosef gave it to the person whose star was chamisha b'Nissan. He said, "The one that's chamisha, you're the one that's going to get." Amalei idak. The other one said, "I know Afsid. Why should I lose?" Amalei told him, "At Yodre alatachtoyna, you have Yodre Why? Because Emet bar has It could be yours was the last day of Nissan. Chavt Nissan. Incidentally, it's a little bit of a discussion there. Who said Chavt is the last day of Nissan? Maybe Lamid is the last day of Nissan." a halachic discussion. But the bottom line is, it's maybe yours is chav tes you are moitze mei chaveri all over a so to speak, and ain't tzafik be b'devada, and therefore you can't get it. So, this Yid, who didn't end up getting the field, so he told Rav Yosef, v'nichtav li mar tirfo the ve'elach. Meaning, what happened was, when this person had sold the field to the person, whose shtar just said Nissan? he sold it in Bachrayas, Which means that if the field would ever be taken away from him, he has full recourse. He can go back to the Meucher and he can take back the field. Now, he's unfortunately going to have to exercise his recourse right now. He's going to have to go back to the Meucher and he's going to have to take the field because he's not getting it. The one who's... Star says Hamsha Nisan is the one that's going to end up getting it. So he said, "Can you at least give me a Shtar tear for that from Rashhraidish ear and forward? Because the last possible day that I might have bought this field was the last day of Nisan. Okay, so moving forward from here, I can be tired from all the Lekujas, right? Any lakujas I should be able to get from beyond that. Amaales he told him, "You're not going to be able to get from the Lakukha. I'm sorry, you, you don't even realize what a bad deal you negotiated for yourself, because you won't be able to collect, because actually the he'll be able to tell you. I'd, if you're going to go to one of the Lekuchos and you're going to try to collect the field, you know what the Lekuchos is going to tell you? One second, your field is, why are you coming to me? You, you, it's your field. The original field was, was your field. Says, but I lost the court case by Rabbi Yosef. He's gonna say, it doesn't have to do with me? You lost Misafik. You had no right to take it away from the person who's stars net Chamishib and Nisan. But just like Misafik, you couldn't take it from the person who starts at Chamishib and Nisan. Misafik, I'm not going to assume that it wasn't your field, therefore I'm not gonna be to give anything to you. Right again, let's get the case clear. A man sold the field to two people. One person in the field said Chamishib and Nisan, the other person had said Nisan Stan. Two people want the field. So what's the halach Rabbi Yosef Paskin? It's very simple. One person for sure has it. The other person, it's a suffolk if he bought it before or after. The one that says, he's going to be the one that's going to end up getting the field. Okay, so now this other person goes back to the Meicher. He wants to be tired from the Lekuchas. The Lekuchas, are going to tell him, I'm sorry, you can't take anything from me. You know why? Because I don't think you have any outstanding Chayv with the Meicher. I think the field that he sold you, he sold you. He sold you a field. He's gonna say, yeah, but somebody got it from me, because there was another person who had a star that said Khamisha Benis, and he ended up with the field. So he's gonna say, hey, what do you want from me? He took it because you were a Sufik, but clapping me the Bis Thaktizalba So me you can't be tired from the Lukuchos. So me you can't take the field from the other Lekech And me you won't be able to go to the Lukuchos of the Mikr Bahrayas. So either way you're gonna be stuck. So the Gemara says, my ta-kante? What Eitz is there? There's an Eitz. What you do is they should write a Harsha. If you write our Harsha, let the two Lakuchais work at a deal together and say the, listen, the Lakach that ended up losing it says that, no problem, you're going to take the field. I can't take it because you says Chamisha ben Nisan. Mine just says Nisan. And because mine just says Nisan, as far as my ability to collect the field, it's actually a little bit of a suffix. But you know what we're going to do? What we're going to do is, would you please at least do me a solid? Will you at least give me in writing that if I need to go to the Lakuchais? And the lakuches le- is going to say, you have no right to come to me. The other guy, the guy that got a B'chamish Sheminesin should come to me. So let's at least have an arrangement with as a power of attorney that I can say no problem. If you think I need the other guy, the other guy just gave me full rights to collect on his behalf. So I'm a man of shah will be able to take it from the lekuches. Either you're taking it from the lekuches based on your own schuss, or you're taking it from the lekuches based on the s'chus of this other person that you're representing. So by working out some sort of shah, that's the way you're going to be able to collect. It's just to end the daf with one other short haaru. And that is so the daf began with the words, Mishah Dalid Nasui And really, if you follow the pattern of the parak, it began, Mishah Hayon Nasoy Beis Nashem, Mishah Hayon Shalosh Nashem, and then Mishah Hayon Nasui Dalid Nashem. the bottom Toisvis on the side the Gimelam and at the very, very beginning of the daf asks Akasha, he said, why did the Mishnah have to be talking about a Mishah Dalid Nasui why was it necessary for this man to have been married to four wives? Now, if you go back to the Mishnah, the Rishoyim is to the Shniah, the Shniah is to the Shlishis, the Shlishes what, the revias, But did you really need a fourth wife? Well, you could have learned the same exact Mishnah, even if you only had three wives. Why so? Because if you think of the Mishnah, what was the Chiddush of the Mishnah? There were really two Chiddushim, Taisa says, if you make a synopsis, that took place in the Mishnah. Number one, or three, the first one is the concept of shvu'a salmana, one woman swearing to the other woman when she comes to collect her Even though this is not a sugi of because it's like we spoke at, but still, you're going to collect from the other almana, there's a For that, you could have told me the story even with two with two, two almanas. Right, Two Noshim would have been enough. You have two women that are coming to collect. One gets first. She has to swear to the other one before she goes and collects. So, Taisu says, for that, certainly, you would not have needed four Noshim. The Machloikis between ben Anas and the Tanakama, which was mentioned in the Mishnah, there too, I don't know if you would need more than two Noshim. Why? Because the first one would have to swear. That would be the luck and the Mishnah. And the second one, you'd have a Machloikis. Does she have to swear or not have to swear? with any one of the three akimtas that the Gemara made in terms of what exactly between Ananas and the Tanakam is. Toysman says in the Chedgment of the Gemara, the reason there had to be another woman is because one of the things that we learned from this Mishnah was Rav Nachman's halacha. Rav Nachman said that if you have two shutfin and then one shutif, Goes and represents the Shutfis in a din Torah and he loses. The halach is both Shutfin are going to be responsible to pay. And he actually proved it from our Mishnah, right? It was a Maishra, Nach was in Surah, and he proved it from our Mishnah. Had he proved it from our Mishnah? Because in our Mishnah, you see that the Rishon is nishpas nish, to the Shnia, but doesn't have to swear to the Shlishas. Because we look at the Shnia and the Shlishas as Shutfin, and once you swear to the Shnia, it's as if you swore to the Shlishas as well. But Taisu says, for that all I need is three Nashim, why would I need four Nashim? Like three would be enough at that point. Why would I need four? So teach me that Lacha, Mishai and also Gimel Nashen, Umeis, Harishoyna nishpaz l'shnia, and then tell me, Shnia nishpaz l'shlishes, Vashlishes, L'yitishava, Ben Anas Aymer, No, Vechim B'nei Shehi, Because she's the last one to get paid, Neskeras, and tell me bananas, and you'll have the whole Mishnah. So why do you need the fourth wife v'churah would seem to be superfluous this is Taisvis cash and says a whole terence based on the cheshben of the sugya to try to come up with an etza of why this would be the case if you look in the shita mekubetzes so the shita mekubetzes brings from Rashi and the madura Kama that Rashi asked this kasha, and Rashi said that the re- reason, that really you didn't have to have a fourth isha here. It wasn't necessary. The reason we have a fourth isha is because there's a symmetry in these Mishnahis. The first Mishnah, somebody's married to two wives. The second Mishnah, someone's married to three wives. And the f- third Mishnah, somebody's married to four wives. But Erechinami, in terms of all the halachas that emerged from this Mishnah, the whole suge, the whole Tzadik Aleph, that we sort of just hazard, all of that really emerged or could have been told, even if you only had three notion, And that fourth Isha is only here, because that's just, uh, it flows much nicer with all the different Mishnahis that we're learning. But then the Shitim brings another shay. He brings it from the Talmidei Harashba. So the Talmidim of the Rajva said, mi Mishatirets Da Agav Urchi That the reason the Tanah of the Mishnah mentioned for noshim, even though it didn't have to really for the Chaimer of the Mishnah, is because Agav Urchi. The Tanah of the Mishnah wanted me to know the Ad Arabolinsiv that a man even in the pre-cherem the Rabbeinu Gershom world could have up to four wives but but more than four he can't because if you're going to have only up to four wives so each wife will be able to get at least once a month and this is really in Yvomis. so what exactly is the Tamid HaRash referring to and what Gemara in yavamis was he referencing so there's a Mishnah in Perak HaChol in Yovamis Arba arba There were four. Brothers that were married to four wives. This is real Yavamis. Umesu. And then they all died. So the halach is, imrotza Gadol shebahem Liyabim Eskulon. If the Gadol, the oldest one, who's the one that has the Schos to do yibum, if he wants to be Miyabim, all of these Yavamis, it's something that he's allowed to do. So if he wants to be Miyabim, all the different Yavamis, he's allowed to. So the Gemara asks that, why did the Mishnah talk about a case where there were four brothers Dafka? Like, what's the methodology to that number? Could have been five. It could have been six. It could have been three. Why are we talking about? For well, the point is, he can be me all the yavamas. He's the gadol, and he could do yibum and not just on one, but he gets to do yibum on all of them if that's what he wants to do. So why would we have mentioned that? So the Gemara says eight zatayva because Bederch Agav the Tanah the Mishnah wanted to teach me in eight zatayva dalit in tfeiloi that a person up to four wives, are not more than that. So like this, each one of the wives is going to end up getting oyna at least. Once a month. Rashi and all the Rishonim on the Farish the Gemara the same way. Now what the Gemara means is we know that different men have different Chiyuvei Oynim. We're going to Sugis together in Parakafalpi here in Mesechdis Kesubis. The Oyn of Chacham is mei of Shabbos, L'er of Shabbos, which really means Me'leil Shabbos, L'leil Shabbos. So the Oyn of Chacham is once a week. It's Friday night. If a person would have more than four wives, so it would come out that he would fulfill his mitzvah of Oina with each wife less than once a month. So so that each wife should be able to get Oina at least once a month, that a person, even in the pre-Charim der world where there's no such cherem, but still up to four wives, but fey more not. And the reason is because if a person is going to have more than four wives, it's going to come out that he's going to be from each wife, assuming he's a Talmud at least. Once a month, and for that reason, it's a problem. Incidentally, the Rishonim speak out. That it would come out, if the person is not a Talmud Chacham, then anachanami. There is no magic to the number four. The concept is a person, should what he does for a living, which dictates what a Zchiv oyna is, and make sure that he's not going to have too many wives, that he won't be able to be Makayim, his of Avoyna, at the very least... Once a month. So, that's Peshad in our Mishnah. You want to know why the Mishnah is talking about Misha Yun Nasoy, Dawid Nashim. The khair, the tana, the mishnah could have told me the same Mishnah nashim. It's because agav urchi kamash Malon. The tana, the mishnah purposely added one wife to the picture, and the reason is to teach me that agav that is an indian of dal nashim. And the side of dal nashim is a kamash ki dinamte And that's the reason that the tana, the mishnah purposely added another Isha. In other words, the same agav urchi that the tana, the mishnah taught me in Yavamis is. That the time of the Mishnah is coming to teach me right here. That the time of the Mishnah is coming to teach me right here in Masech ksubis. And the truth is, if you think about it for a second, I think Toysus and Rashi and the Madura Kama are a little bit Tzarekbir. Why didn't they learn pashit like the Tamida Rashba learned? We have a Mufurish in Gemara where the Gemara asked almost the exact same question. Now why the Mishnah of the Talmud the by Dal Nashim has nothing to do with Dalai Nashim? And the Teretz was because Agaburhi Chikam we want you to know that there's an Indian of Dalit Nashim Wai. That Teretz would seem to be a perfect Teretz for our Sugi as well. So L'Hura Yesh I think it's worth exploring a little bit. Why would the other Rishonin, Toshis, and Rashi not be Mefarish like the Talmud E'Rajba, which is really stelling to a Mefarisha Sugi Mesech I think another way you could ask this question, which really answers the first question, and that is that why, according to Tamid HaRash, would I need two Mishnahis to teach me the same halacha? If I already have the Mishnah, Mesechtis Yovannis, that taught me that there's an Eitzatavah Kamash Shmulon, in Tveiloi, so why would I need this Mishnah Nachamol? here in Mesechtis Ksubis, to tell me the halacha again. And by the way, maybe that is the terits to Rashi and Toysis. They held that it's true there is an Agavur, Kamashmal it's Eitz, Atoivah. But at the same time, I know that. I know that from Yuvamismem, Dal and Aleph. So mean that I know that from that sugi already, I don't need to know it again in, in Mesechtis Khsubis, because I know it from there. Must be there's another reason why over here we're mentioning Dal and Nashim. makes a whole chesh, Rashi says two, three, four. The symmetry of the Mishnahis. But the point is that L'Chura, the Tamide Rashba held that the same terrors of the Gemara in Yavamis would be the terrors to explain the Mishnah, Mishnah, Mishnah and Mesech Rashi and Taisvis held not seems to be some sort of plukta going on over here and Luchurit et what that is so just to mention one HaRM we're going to leave with this and that is the Emesis the Nebuki Yosef and the Ritva, two of the G'doyle Rishonim in they both ask uh, a very, very similar, they both ask the same Kasha. And that is, the Gemara says that Dalet and and the reason is, Namte Oina Like this, each one of the wives are going to get Oina at least once a month. the Rishonim, it's a Pella. What's the pella? We spoke about this when we learned Perek we You mentioned it very, very quickly. And that is, Chiev Oina is a Chiev that the husband has to his wife. So if the Chiev Oina is a Chiev that the husband has to his wife, so if someone's a Talmud Chachem, and it's of Oina is me'er of Shabbos la'er of Shabbos. So it's okay if he satisfies the of Oina towards his wife once a month meaning why is Oino looking at it from the standpoint of the husband it should be looked at from the standpoint of the wife sharing sources is looked at that way how do you determine share how do you determine source? so how much food does the wife need what clothing does she need, and based on that, there's a chiv of sharing you would think aina would work the same way that chiv aina is a chiv that he has towards his wife, and as a result, he has to shtel tzu aina, so if he has a chiv and he has to shtel tzu this aina so, what do you mean, that he's a Tamut Chacham his aina is mayor of Shabbos later of Shabbos, so he's only gonna do aina once a week, ah, yes, has four okay, so it's gonna come at each one is gonna get more than a chiv, and that's the don't have more, because then you're not gonna be able to fulfill your mitzvah of of should It shouldn't be in him himself. and as I and they both say the same terrors. They say ein hachinami. That's true. That's hundred percent true. I the sugi and chayletz, the sugi in is discussing a Yavam. A Yavam is different. And the reason the Yavam is different is because the reason a man has a chi of Sherik Susva'ina is a major one that's for another day, is because when a man gets married, he's mikai <laughs> of himself. And eflach, <laughs> the right? That you say in the Ksuba, you're miqai <laughs> of yourself, shaykh sous <laughs> And because you're mikhay <laughs> of yourself, shaykh <laughs> sousfa'ina, that's why there's a chi of shark sousfa'ina. But a yavam was never really mikdash the yavamah. <laughs> it's just Yevomu Yavu Yoleu, he's with the Ishos. But the Ikar kinyan of the Ishos is not something he ever obligated himself towards. This was something that was thrown upon him, literally Min And because it's Yevomu Yavu he was never Mechayi himself And because he was never Mechayi Vimselv there really is no Chiyav Norvas, eats a that a person should make sure that there 'll be at least an ana to each one of his wives once a month, but the point is by a regular isha you wouldn 't have such a because by regular issues you would have to. Based on your obligation to your wife. But it's Davkubay Yavama where you would never machayev yourself oina. It was only Isha Hiknolay Menashamayim. I mean that it was only Isha Hiknolay Menashamayim. So over here it's going to be different. The truth is that this chilak between a, a regular Isha and between a Yavama as relates to Chiyuve oina is a mafurisha toysfas, mesech the Shabbos, Davkuf base. He says it over in the name of a Yerushalmi. The Gemara over there brings a a famous line that Rabbi, said, um Rabbi said. i He said, "Chamish lois ba'alte." I was boyil five be'iloyz v'natati chamisha rozim b'Yisrael. And through his five be'iloyz, he planted five cedar trees. He gave birth. He, he had five sons that were gedoy le'olim. Man ninun. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Las, Rabbi Yosi, Pchlavt Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Avtillis, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Menachem, Rabbi. What happened to Vadimas? By Yosi. I know Vadimas. I know the Rabbi Yosef, Mitzvah's like Khan, it sounds like Yosef wasn't a kind of the Mitzvah of Aino. Chomesh Ba'alti, not more. What happened to the Mitzvah of Aino? Eloh, the Gemara says, You're right. Of course, he had to be bailed more than five B'ilay's. Chomesh Be'ilay's Ba'alti, Vashanisi. There were five times where he was bailed, then he was boiled again. Ayn Rashi over there, based on the Sugi and the this Nido. And because he was boiled a second time, he was Ayachet like, Haver Ben Zachar. And that's the Chomesh Be'ilay's Baalti, Venotati Chamishna Rosin Be's Raw. Says is quoting the Yerushalmi, a different terrorist to this kasha. What happened to Rabbi Yossi's of Oino? So Tosef says that the Yerushalmi says that really Rabbi Yossi didn't have a of Aino. And the reason he didn't have a of Aino was because these five wives were not wives, they were yavamis. And because they were Yavamas, there was no Khiyavaina, and that's the terrorist to the Gemara's Kasha. What happened to the Khiyavaina? But the point is, is that you seem a furish that when it comes to a Yavamah there, there's no Khiyavaina. Zakti Nukya says Zakti Ritvah that's Psharan the in and Yavamas. Pshanan the Sugiya and Yavamas, eighthamashmalan is because over there we're dealing with Yavamas, and we're dealing with Yavamas. He take don't have a Khiya kifi ishtacha. So then it's really you get to do whatever your derech is to do. Stating that, it's but it's only an Eitzet Toiva in the Sugya when we're dealing with the Yavamis. The Fizet's Poshet, it's beautiful. Pshad and Rashi and Pshad and Toysis, maybe, why they didn't want to learn Pshad like to tell me they are Why they didn't want to learn that the Pshad in our Sugya is based on the Eitzet Toiva. Because we're learning not Yavamis. This is not Arab Baachin that were married to four different Noshim and they all died and now there's a Sugya. Of Going ahead and doing Yibum, but rather we're learning the Sugya Misha HaYonasu Dawin Nashim where we're dealing with regular and Suin. Regulin and the Suin, there's a Chi of Ainu. If there's a Chi of there's no Sugya of Dawin and Teveloi. That Eitz Natoivikamash Mulan of the Mishnah that will say the Mishnah is talking about a Atamud Chachim and Eitz Natoivikamash Mulan, Dawin and Teveloi, Geich, the Namtei Ainu, like this, at least by Machis Bachaydish, is not applicable in Ksubis. Because in Ksubis, in the event that a person is Atamud Chachim, he's still gonna have a Chi of Ainu called Isha There's no chiyav, it's based on whatever youchi is. So the that's that's why Rashi and Tosf is here. I think it's very glad. And Tsumis couldn't learn the way the Gemara learned the mesachtes Yavamis. What about tell tell me the Rashi, tell me the will a little bit that. Why would the Gemara have to hazard it over? If we had the Eitz-Atoive Kamach Shmulon in Yovamis, why do we need the Eitz-Atoive Kamach Shmulon again in Ksubis? It could be the Territzidim Tamidah Rajmel just the opposite. They clearly held that this haloch is not exclusive to Yovamis. It's true for Ksubis as well. That's the why they were farished the mission in Ksubis. And that's why we needed it again in Ksubis. Because had I only had it in well, Yovamis, I would have told Pshad is only in Yovamis like the Mugri Yosev and the Ritva. You should know it's not mesuyim to yavamis. where there's no chiyavaina. But this halach is true even when it comes to a regular ksubis. So Tosfos and Rashi maybe didn't learn here in the sechdis ksubis dafka because they held it's only a sugi in yavamis. And the Tamide Rajba, they learned it here. Obviously they held it's true by ksubis as well. If I cared, that would add a nice knish. That's why we had a hazard over here in ksubis, even though we know it already from yavamis. La deyacha to be very very clear that don't make. Toys. don't think it's only like the Mugi Yosef and the Ritva, but it's going to be true here as well.